Welcome to another episode of Wonder Soul. I and Bearded Buddha hope that all is well in your world. We just got done watching Avengers Infinity War. This was my first time seeing this cinematic event. I enjoyed it very much. One character that stood out was Thanos. So this episode is a deep dive into the Mad Titan. I know what is it like to lose. To feel so desperate that you're right, yet to fail, nonetheless. It's frightening, turns the legs to jelly. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny still arrives all the same. And now it's here. Or should I say, I am. This is episode 21. Enjoy. to Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring topics ranging from anywhere from geek culture, gaming, movies and television, music, sports, and of course, life's passions and experiences. Wonder Soul is created and hosted by me, Bearded Buddha. This is episode 21, titled Thanos, or Thanos. Um, <laughs> welcome to another episode. Hope everybody is doing well. Uh, it is Wednesday, August 15th. As I record this, and yesterday, Avengers Infinity War came out on Blu-ray, and I had to go swipe it up, and I watched it last night for only the second time. I um, I have not seen it since the movie came out in May, or April. Actually, it was like at the end of April. So I've had a lot of time um, since... I know of a couple of people who have seen the movie multiple times, and it was just a very good, amazing, but stressful movie, uh, and it was very heavy, so I just let it digest, I let it happen, and I just did not go see it again when it was in theaters, and uh, so I was pretty excited, and I felt pretty ready uh, to watch it last night when I got it, and uh, it was almost better a second time around. Um, I'm starting to realize that real quick when it comes to anything. Uh, this would be a topic I would like to do a whole episode on. Um, since we are in this culture of reviews and reactions and stuff and quick judgments and um, just putting out our thoughts really quick, uh, quickly after taking in something. But um, I've, I've probably mentioned this before in previous episodes, but um, I did an episode on Drake's Scorpion. And though I still don't feel like it was one of his best albums, there's, I think, 17 tracks on there. 
and there's like a good full album on there that I like and I still listen to a lot of those songs um, today and um, so it just goes to show that we really really want this love at first sight with anything that we take in whether it's music movies uh, people whatever but some things if not most things take um, experiencing them over and over again or getting to know them or becoming familiar with them um, there is expectations all the time whenever you take in anything uh, the first time so I was very hyped up uh, stressed out about what was gonna happen in Avengers Infinity War and I was just really hoping it was gonna be good because if you don't know about that movie and what led up to it this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, connecting all the movies building up to this event there's a lot of pressure um, there's a lot of characters which was fun to see on the screen together and all the different chemistry but you're also worried that it might be too much uh, that you might be a little overwhelmed or maybe even underwhelmed and that some characters might not get uh, enough screen time so many different things so you were just I, me uh, I was just sitting in there taking it in but also just kind of keeping my fingers crossed hoping like man I hope I like this and um, I wasn't disappointed by any means but like I said I was able to sit down last night and watch it uh, from start to finish uh, on blu-ray I plan to watch it again soon uh, with like the uh, audio commentary which I only do with like the movies that I really like just to catch the directors and producers uh, inside scoop on why they chose to do different things I, I just kind of I like that with certain movies that I like so I'll probably watch it again before the end of the week um, but I watched it and I had thought about this after seeing it in the theater um, and I the reaction to the movie and the character of Thanos who is the uh, the villain in the the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, and, and he is like the main villain, the big bad in Infinity War. Now I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys know that if you're listening to this episode and you've not seen Infinity War, if you do not want to be spoiled, which I think a lot of people have already seen or at least know a basic idea of what is going on or what happened, uh, from this point on, I'm just going in complete complete spoilers so just giving you guys a heads up uh so if you haven't seen infinity war watch that then come back and listen to this episode okay all right you've been warned all right so thanos the big purple guy that's trying to collect all the infinity stones uh for the infinity gauntlet so he can wipe out half of the universe uh and balance everything he's all about balance i want to get into a couple things about this character um and the, there's not going to be a particular order. So what's coming to my mind first? Um, okay. First, everybody, most people, okay, I'm not going to group everybody. Most people like the Marvel movies. They like the Marvel heroes. There has been this, like, black cloud of Marvel's, Marvel movies have a villain problem where the villains are pretty stale or repetitive or boring or just like a, a opposite of that main character that hero just a bad version of them you know like just nobody's really been digging a lot of the villains people really like Loki 
Um, and uh, up until recently, uh, Black Panther had Killmonger, which a lot of people liked Killmonger. And it, he was played by Michael B. Jordan. And Michael B. Jordan is a really good actor. I was actually, before recording this episode, checking out that Fahrenheit 451 on HBO. Um, and I didn't finish it. I'm going to finish it later. So I'll, I'll let you all know what I thought. But um, I've always liked Michael B. Jordan. And uh, the character of Killmonger, I mean... I understand why people like him. I mean, he's a bad guy. He's a villain. But he has uh, sympathetic origins. And really how he feels and what he wants to do, there's a part of you that can watch that film and go, like, man, I, I kind of see where you're coming from. But the way you want to go about doing it is not cool. So... And then really, let's be honest, and people might hate me for this, but he has so much more going for him uh, personality-wise that, you know, I love Chadwick Boseman and um, Black Panther, but, I mean, he's pretty, he's kind of stale, to be honest, but we'll get into that another time. Anyways, uh, Daredevil had Kingpin, uh, the Netflix show. Uh, you know, there's been a couple here and there that have been really good. But it was really encouraging to see the Russo brothers who directed Infinity War, Winter Soldier, Civil War, I think. I think those were the only ones they have uh, done. But they focused on Thanos. Like, Thanos is the main character of this movie. We don't have to set up any of the other heroes. Uh, they've already either had their own individual movies or have been fleshed out up to this point. It's really Thanos's movie. And rightfully so. I think to have all this build up for a villain, you needed to spend a lot of time showing the audience why we should give a fuck about Thanos and why we should worry about him and how um, how strong he is and how much of a challenge he'll be for the Avengers. Um, oh, excuse me. So Marvel's had this villain problem. The thing that I like and then also hope that they don't keep abusing is this sympathetic villain. When you watch Infinity War and you're seeing all the clips of Thanos, he isn't anything really like what he is in the comics. I think they even call him a Mad Titan in the movie, but literally in the comics, he's a Mad Titan. He's your like pretty stereotypical comic book villain where he's just a bad dude he's killing people i mean he has his motives and stuff but he's he's just doing stuff here he has so much motivation and not only does he have motivation the thing that I've, i think has been pointed out recently to me more than ever is villains who think that they're the heroes to their own story you listen to Thanos in this movie, and he he is a dominant figure, but he's not really trying to intimidate too much. Like, at the beginning, you see him really act that way. Maybe that's because as he collects the stones, he doesn't need to flex as hard, you know? But he's trying to get uh, the stone from Loki on the Asgardian starship. And you see him like threatening and beating up the Hulk and really messing stuff up. Um, but you listen to his dialogue. You listen to his motives. 
you see some backstory with uh, Gamora and him picking her up from her planet as in the background you see his army kill like half of her planet's population and that's his big thing is like this whole wiping out half of the universe now in the comics if you're not familiar Thanos is trying to impress uh, Mistress Death I think it's Mistress Death basically it's death and he has this infatuation with death so for him he wants to be with her but the only way to impress her is he thinks is by killing people so he wants to get the infinity gauntlet and wipe out half the universe now look i'm not going to get into too many comic book details because i'm not like an expert on i love comics and i love all that i just don't want to put out anything uh incorrectly and so there's better people for that so if you're interested in, in more backstory and lore check out people like professor thorgy and comics explained they're they're amazing and they can definitely do a better job of that than i can i didn't really want to just talk about thanos as a character uh like in the comics and in the movie go into that kind of nerdy nerdy talk i really wanted to talk about one sympathetic villains uh you know villains who think they're the heroes of their own story and also what he wants to do in the and what it's depicted as in the movie why there was such a reaction of people saying he was correct and why he was right and wanting to do what you know what he was wanting to do people were actually going yeah that makes sense i agree with that so he has this line and i can kind of i'm going to kind of flip flop back and forth between those points but let me read you some uh dialogue from the movie okay so this is um him talking to gamora okay so gamora's like i was a child when you took me and thanos is like i saved you and she's like no we were happy on my home planet thanos goes on to say you were going to bed hungry scoundering for scraps your planet was on the brink of collapse i'm the one who stopped that you know what's happened since then the children born there have nothing have known nothing but full bellies and clear skies it's a paradise and gamora says because you murdered half of the planet Thanos says a small price to pay for salvation she says you're insane little one it's a simple calculus the universe is finite its resources finite if life is left unchecked life will cease to exist it needs correcting she goes you don't know that and he's like i'm the only one that knows that at least i'm the only one with the will to act on it it's like that dialogue and if when you watch that scene you watch the movie you always see thanos as he's pretty calm the only time he's ever like really aggressive and ah crazy is when he's in a battle or people are, are trying to like beat him up okay his dialogue and conversations with gomorrah even though she hates him and is so pissed off at him and wants to kill him and tries to kill him he he just seems like very mellow and it's weird it's um it's almost like it catches you off guard Thanos saying that you know that the universe is finite and its resources is finite so that's the thing he was thinking he was doing he goes on to explain that he on his home planet of Titan where they fight at the end and you see it's a it's all wrecked the whole backstory is that he was like oh crap we're we're gonna go extinct there's not enough resources here 
people are going to go hungry people are going to start to like revolt and rebel and it's going to be complete chaos and he's like hey i have an idea that's you know pretty much kill half of our planet's population but this be uh completely unbiased let it be completely random and then whoever lives uh will get to live on and not only live on but prosper and you know whoever dies it's almost like a worthy sacrifice they they're contributing to uh the success and the longevity of that population um it's interesting because that's where people started to go and it's like well i agree i mean as long as it's not like certain people are the ones that have to go you know it's uh well he's really just trying to save everybody it's like pretty much like you sacrifice uh a, a few for the whole or something there's like a there's a quote or something uh but basically saying like would you sacrifice a couple things to save a lot of things um and thanos looks at it like that it's like look i'm not going after just you know certain kinds of people certain kinds of life uh i'm not picking just you know it's really just i go to a planet wipe half of it out all right move on and i leave it there and he's trying to tell gamora it's like look your planet if you could see it, it they are living on cloud nine like things are so much better because of i did what you know most people would call crazy and i mean no matter where you look at it it's it's such a tricky subject because Thanos is wrong. He's wrong. He he's wrong in the in the way he wants to solve a problem. He's not wrong in addressing that there is a problem. Um, and I don't really know. And you, you're not really led on to think um, like what was happening to was he just like everything was good and he was just going to like a a council and he's like yo you guys don't understand but things are about to get really bad here or were there signs already happening on titan where he's like there's people starving in the streets like it's not going to be too much longer before shit goes bad i i you're not really filled in on that but either way overpopulation as an as a as, as a problem for really any um, society, community, um, anything, anything living, there's only so much to go around. And there's always this um, idea of, well, what do we do when there are too many people here on earth? What do we do when there's too many people to take care of, to feed, uh, to provide jobs, to provide so many different things, right? What happens then? What kind of solutions do we have for that? Because that is a very realistic problem that, um, you know, it's odd that um, Thanos, because like, that's what I'm saying. Like in the books, in the comic books, I don't think that it was really about that. It was more of, uh, you know, his infatuation with Mistress Death. Now, him going in this direction or them choosing to portray Thanos in this light is one. You get this sim sympathetic, um, sympathetic in the way where you're like, okay, you want to do this actually to help people, I guess. 
uh, yeah, you want to kill people, but you're not just killing people to kill people. You don't want to just wipe out the half of the universe just to do it or to impress some chick. Nah, you want you you want the people who remain to prosper. He even says like it's weird, like he's fighting Tony Stark, Iron Man, and he says Tony or Stark when you know when I'm done, half of humanity will be wiped out. And he's like basically telling him like the half that's left, I hope they remember you, like because I respect you. He, uh, Chris Pratt, Star Lord, Peter Quill, uh, Gamora tells him like, hey, you gotta promise me that uh, when if she gets pretty bad and Thanos has me, you know, you gotta kill me because I know something that Thanos needs, and um, yeah, so he is about to kill her now granted he loves her uh he's already lost his father he's lost his mother you know that take took a lot so he points his gun boom bubbles uh come out and thanos goes i like you because he's almost like looking at peter quill and going okay i respect that you're willing to do whatever it takes because that's a, another theme in this in this movie and the story for Thanos, is that he he even said in that line or that I was reading he was like you know, I I'm I may not be the only one that knows but I'm the only one with the will to to do what's necessary. Um, that even at the end when he snaps his fingers that that famous snap and wipes out half of life in the universe including half of the Avengers. He, um, it's like he's in the soul stone, I think he's looking at like a kid version of Gamora and she's like, you know, did you do it? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, what did it cost? And he's like everything. And it's like, wow. You know, and he's talking about like, he thinks that's his purpose, his destiny, which uh, speaking of destiny, if you haven't checked out episode 20 of wonder soul destiny, check it out. Um, but he feels like that's his purpose like he's taken it he's taken it upon himself to to go here's a problem around me i'm surrounded by people who do not have the ability to do what's necessary to make sure that uh you know things uh go in a certain direction that this problem is solved because for some reason now granted we have to take it in that he's a comic book villain a lot of people argue like, well, if he had the Infinity Gauntlet, why didn't he just double resources then? You know, because, you know, that's his whole thing is like, there's not enough resources. Um, but then we wouldn't really have a movie, would we? Um, with all that, he, um, no, nah, I just lost my train of thought real quick. Let's say da 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 trying to keep track. Um, so he's talking about uh, wiping out all that life because he, he he thinks like he's the only one that could do that that's willing to sacrifice and give up everything in order to save all these people he's willing to sacrifice uh i think in the whole movie all the children of thanos die gamora is thrown off he throws her off for the soul stone you know he loses a lot supposedly and then you see him at the end you know on his farm looking over on a sunset on a grateful universe or something that's what he says and um it's really it's it's just an odd thing because 
with Killmonger, with a lot of these villains, where you are like listening to them explain themselves, and you're saying to yourself, I, 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 I know what you're, where you're getting at. You're not just crazy trying to just do bad things to do bad things, you know. There's like a, uh, there's there's something to it, and. You know, understanding that there's a problem and trying to solve it, I, I feel you. But to do what you're doing goes against my morals. And I think that's where it comes down to. You know, Thanos wants to kill life to save life. A lot of people, including myself, I don't I don't understand, like, that, why, how is that, like, the only solution for you, you know? As far as um, thinking that's the only way to solve that problem. For anybody, that would be the absolute last thing you would even draw a conclusion to. If anything, and for most people, I would think that they would try to do everything they can to save as many people as they can with the least amount of casualties. You don't just jump to like, well, you know... I could spend more time thinking about this problem, but I think I'm just going to like go collect these infinity stones. I'm going to grab this gauntlet. I'm going to snap people out of existence. And then I'm going to just go enjoy the rest of my days and knowing that the rest of the universe uh, is balanced out. The balance thing, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to be careful of saying like I like certain things or ideas because then you would – People would go like, oh, you agree with Thanos, you're crazy. No, it's not that. It's like I've, in my personal life, I've, I've found an attraction to balance, thinking that, you know, uh, in all things in your life that you need balance. There's even such a thing as too much of a good thing. Uh, you know, if you you have to balance work and play, you got to balance everything. So his whole idea of balance and that the universe needs balancing i understand but he's in he's involved uh with the idea to bring in it well to balance the universe you would have to like i guess that's why he's all about the 50 percent, like half of life like he could only kill 25 percent of life but that's not enough he needs like half of it gone so then the other half can flourish well if thanos is smart he would know that no matter what he does life is going to continue on and that 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 half that's left is going to reproduce and do so you know years later you would face the same problem um but that's the thing that we face as a species um in our world you know, it's really weird how disconnected we are to certain things now. Um, my mother was talking about uh, a recall on some lettuce at, uh, I think it was like McDonald's or somewhere. And I was just thinking like, well, she mentions a lot of these recalls and stuff like that. And it always, um, it, it makes sense. It, it doesn't really catch me uh, by surprise because I think like, wow, there are so many people that we forget how many people live on Earth. Like we probably know the the number. I think it's like 7 billion or something like that. I hope I'm not wrong. But, you know, we keep that number in our head, but we don't think like, wow, there's a lot of people who need to eat. There's a lot of people that... um 
need a place to stay, that need jobs, that need these things. And there isn't this just infinite supply of all these things. And that's why we have problems with uh you know people who are homeless people that are you know that go hungry different things like that all around the world not just in your state not in your town in your country or something like all around the world and and having so many people to support and yes we've come a long way with different technology and different ways to supply and make food and and to construct living places and all sorts of stuff right but it doesn't matter what you do as long as we're on this one planet there will come a day uh sooner or later where we will face a problem with like okay we've run out of this like there's no more this anymore uh we have so many people that use this stuff that waste certain stuff not only that you know it gets into a whole nother discussion of stuff like global warming because for every person who drives a car and blah 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 pollution you're talking about all this stuff people just using and abusing and just kind of like thinking there's this never-ending supply of whatever it is that they're they're taking in and just going wow this is a problem that any species would run into at one point um and you really can't go anywhere else. I mean, like, we are, I I know that there will be a time where we're not just stuck here on Earth and that we're spread out uh, amongst the stars and that's either gonna be something that we choose to do or we're forced to do. And I hope it's the first one, not the second, because then that's when the heat is on. Have we ever come to a, uh, not just as a country of po overpopulation, but as a planet of overpopulation. Think about it, we eat animals and plants pretty much, okay? So there's only so much of that. And then if we're constantly producing, you know, in some countries they have limits of like how many kids you can have. Um, and you know, places like America, it's just like, yo, whatever, you can have as many as you want, I think. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. But, you know, you understand in a way, not, I wouldn't say understand. Okay, let me take that back. But the whole Thanos, like, being, he, I don't, I need to look more into it, though. But just thinking about him as a villain, yes, he's a villain. But like I said earlier, there's this whole, every villain thinks that they're the hero of their own story. He thinks that he's being the good guy. And, and he is oddly like that with certain characteristics especially when he's um interacting with the heroes he doesn't just kill them he could kill them on his own most of them he's stronger without the Inf uh, the infinity gauntlet so it's it's crazy interesting to see him let them go and go you know i respect you almost like a hero to a hero like, but just like, okay, you just, it's almost like, uh, if you've never seen Daredevil season two, um, yeah, this is not really spoiler, but just, I'm going to go into some details about that, but that's when they introduced the Punisher. All right. And the Punisher, like, I, I, God, I haven't seen this in a minute, but I'm just going to roll it off. 
I think when they're on the rooftop, uh, he captured Daredevil. He's got him like chained up to like a uh, up on a roof somewhere. Anyways, he basically is telling him like, "Yo, you knock the, the the criminals out, and then they get thrown in jail. They break out, then they go and kill more, and then it's this en- endless cycle." Punisher's like, "I don't like these people either, but I'm going to kill them <laughs> instead of just beat them up and hope that they learn their lesson and change their ways. I'm gonna just like." judge them there and not give them the ability to change and i'm not going to give them the the chance to uh harm anybody else again now punisher i don't know i gotta i gotta finish his season on netflix but um usually in the comics like his family was killed by mobsters or, or not monsters mobsters and um you know, so he has this whole vendetta against different crime. Well, he's a vigilante. You know, he's a he's a hero who works within his own set rules that do not align with the rules of society. So he grabs a bunch of weapons where all these villains use these weapons to uh, get what they want for greed and harm other in, uh, innocent people. He's using them to take those dudes out. And uh, he doesn't really think that he's wrong. And in a way, he's not. He's just taking it to a whole nother extreme that makes people uncomfortable. Where you have heroes like Daredevil, who I don't really think that they're like, yo, I believe in second chances and all that. But I just don't kill. Like, once you cross that line of killing for the betterment of whatever, even if you're thinking you're doing the right thing or you're taking out somebody who's a really terrible person, like with Batman and the Joker that whole thing about joker trying to get batman to kill because that's like the one line that batman won't cross it's like you know once i go past this over when i step over this line there's no going back and it's almost like when you slow um go so low you're no different there like how do i tell the different difference between you and this bad person now you both kill you both do whatever you want to to you know for your own personal gain and also you think that you're doing whatever you think is right you know and so it blurs that line so it, it always helps when you have a hero who has like restrictions on themselves uh discipline uh just making sure that like hey you know this is what separates me from this villain um i won't ever cross that line Thanos saying like, yo, people are aware of this problem on Titan or in the universe even, but I'm the only one willing to give up and sacrifice and do the really hard, horrendous shit to make sure that other people benefit and survive and prosper. And it's just so interesting because I think that's why people don't necessarily count him out. And yes, he's a villain, but they also like, sympathize for him in some weird way and they also try to understand that where his motives come from and then they also go well yeah i mean he's right and it's, it's kind of really quick i haven't looked too deep into it i really wanted to and then i really didn't want to because <laughs> i was afraid of what i'd be exposed to but um but that's the thing with marvel too like you know i, th- I hope that they can make a villain where it's a villain but it's not just because oh he had a tragic backstory or you know he really thinks that he's the good guy here which i don't know 
I, you know, I don't know if that applies to most villains or really any person in life, no matter what people do. I almost want to believe that where they might think that most people think it's wrong and maybe even a little bit inside of themselves think that it's wrong. They think that they're right and that they're doing the right thing um, or they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. Where most people would look at him and go, what are you doing, man? Chill out. But, yeah, wow. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to really talk about that. I really want to know everybody's thoughts on the whole Thanos uh, character and, and, and just how he's depicted in that movie. And if you agree with really anything he's saying. Because, like, it was very cool, I think. Mm, sorry for the Russo brothers to take Thanos and go we need to make him a believable character uh, not just this mad evil strong villain dude uh, which you know if you've seen Justice League that's kind of what Steppenwolf is which nobody really even knows Steppenwolf I didn't even know Steppenwolf until that character was announced for the movies um but just because you're this big bad and very strong that's not enough for people these days when it comes to villains when it comes to this hype that you've been building up for almost 10 years you know you needed this villain to be memorable to even be controversial to be um emotional because you see him cry you see him like that's the weird things about watching it last night. I was like, oh yeah. I mean, I remember he cried when he tossed Gamora, but like those are real tears. Like he really cares about things. Like he's not this just like cold-hearted bad guy. And I think that's just why people like and gravitate towards certain villains. I I, I think certain people gravitate towards some of these villains that have been depicted over the past couple of years because they're misunderstood and maybe they themselves feel misunderstood. So there's this relatability, you know, it's like the people who really, really like Heath Ledger's Joker, you know, they just find some weird, odd uh, infatuation with them. Like, I, I don't know, like they look around and see what the majority of people uh, think and react and how they like how that villain comes across to them and then they go well that's how I feel people react to me and I'm like that character because I'm different or I'm, I'm you know controversial or weird or you know I think I'm doing something right and I don't really believe I'm doing anything wrong but most people think I am so there's like this weird infatuation with um different kinds of villains but i mean like they they mention it and i think like one of the uh special features and it's almost like marvel i mean when you're a company nowadays with the internet and with different things it's hard to not know what people think it's almost like the reason why certain trailers and certain like information almost gets leaked or put out there so they can get a reaction for um just people's uh, opinions and you know if they like something or if they don't so I'm sure they knew that okay if we're gonna have this villain and we have a villain problem supposedly from a lot and you know I think a lot of the villains are not bad I think as long as you got the heroes right that was kind of my thing 
and it's my own personal opinion about like the Dark Knight is like I really do like Heath Ledger's Joker, uh, Christian Bale. Uh, his Batman is meh. You know, he's a good Bruce Wayne, I think, but Batman, you know, when he talks like this and stuff. So it's kind of like that's where I would prefer that you get the heroes right. And, um, but look, they got Thanos. I wouldn't say like right because it's different. So we're not really judging that performance and that um, adaptation as like a right or wrong. But I think they did a really, really, really good job with him. Uh, Josh Brolin, who voices him, did a fucking amazing job. Uh, that voice and the dialogue and quotes from that movie and from, from that character are just really, really good. Um, and I can't wait for part two. That whole movie as a whole, they did such a fantastic job with because there was a lot of pressure. And you could have really easily fucked it up, but they didn't. So I really applaud them and respect them for that. Um, where it all goes, how do you how do you move on after an event like this with Infinity War? That will be interesting to see what they do with Thanos if he dies or what ha- you know whatever happens to him, his conclusion. That will be interesting. Um. You know, Josh Brolin, man, he had a crazy summer. He was Cable and Thanos, and rightfully so. I think he, I think he mentions that uh, his uh, Cable performance was probably a little uh, overshadowed by Thanos and that whole whole ordeal, and he could have done a better job. And I think he will. And I don't think he did a terrible job. I think Cable is kind of just your stereotypical uh, character. If you don't know who Cable is, he's the X Men. Uh, he's Scott Summers' son from the future. <laughs> oh gosh, Cyclops. Uh, he's the one with the metal arm and the glowing eye. He travels back in the past, and he's in Deadpool too. But um, yeah, it's really interesting to have. Uh, look, and and that's my thing with uh, the Russo brothers, and that's why I love them uh, being at the helm of these big movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, they've just been able to do a really, really, really good job with these characters, uh, with these stories. And I love how they have these uh, ph- philosophical debates uh, threaded through there. I love how they have this reflection on our society as far as if you watch Civil War, uh, if you watch uh, Winter Soldier especially. There's just these like... Uh, undertones um and themes in in their movies using these characters in this universe to reflect our own and to make us think of questions and answers to problems that we have today that maybe we wouldn't have given as much thought if it hadn't been wrapped up with captain america and thanos you know so i i can't wait to see what they do uh, in the future, I can't wait to see what they do with part two. Um, I'm sure now that as I record this, it's August. Uh, I think that we'll probably get a trailer or some kind of teaser uh, come November-ish. I think that's what happened last time. But either way, I'm just really stoked. Um, I know Captain Marvel will be coming out before Infinity War Part Two. 
pretty sure. I gotta brush up on that. I go in such waves, you know. You get so sucked up into all these things when they first, you know, when they come out. Then you almost like die down and you chill out, and then it gives you just enough of a break so that you, uh, it, you know, brings you back into it. But um, yeah, that's really all I wanted to talk about with this. Uh, if you haven't bought Infinity War or Avengers Infinity War, I highly suggest you do. I'm trying to collect all the Marvel films. Uh, I've been doing pretty good since uh, about Civil War. And um, so I think I've gotten everyone up to this point since Civil War. So there's a ton of them I still don't have. Um, but just to have, it's movies, there's only so many different uh, movies that I want to watch over and over again or have and pass on to my kids. Um, and these are some of them. So I got to collect the other ones, but I went and grabbed it last, uh, last night. It's probably at Redbox, probably on demand, digital. I know it's been out on digital, so watch it. If you haven't, please, you're missing out. Um, and if you've already seen it, watch it again, because I'm telling you, it's a whole different experience. And like I said, I really would like to talk about that uh, like as a full episode on just this culture of, you know, our, our opinions being so quick and just like right off the bat and uh like i said that was such a big movie that it was really good a second time because i already knew what was going to happen so i could just enjoy it and watch it and pick up on some small details that maybe i was like too in my feelings to uh to notice on that first go around so um i highly suggest you guys go pick that up and check it out and um it, it seems like it's done you would it would do you justice and, and do you would be doing yourself a favor to know some of the backstory if not all um but i think marvel did a good job of kind of stating like hey if you ain't on this train now like hey sorry uh that's what those films were for to flesh out and build up to this moment so now it's this moment we're not going to spend a lot of time to kind of catch you up to speed because there's way 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 too much um but it's not a lot and there's really only like a couple movies that are meh and the rest are pretty good i mean but i'm biased i'm a comic book fan i've grown up with these characters and like i've mentioned i think in previous episodes it is such an amazing time to be alive and to look around and see uh, the people that are exposed to these characters to these stories that never have um, given them the opportunity or, or taken the chance or uh, been exposed to them and now are since it is a mainstream popular thing uh, it's such a big um, event in our pop culture lately over the past decade or uh, so with superhero movies finding their footing and their grounding uh, in uh it's just really awesome. I mean, it's very. It was just a the little things that you got to pick up on. Like when I went to, um, uh, I think I went to Walmart or Target to pick it up, and they have the little stands, you know, at the front of the store. And I going up to grab it and just looking around that there was like two other people. One person was up there with me, and when I walked away, somebody else went up there and grabbed one. And it's just like wow, you know, this is just cool that people are enjoying these things because as a as a kid growing up. I really, really enjoyed these um, these stories and characters, and um, yeah, I just can't take that for granted. I try not to, um, and I'm just so happy that they're doing a good job 
and it looks like DC and everybody else is starting to catch their 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 footing and I know that Marvel has set the bar extremely high and I'm glad they have and um, it's only good for everybody to have somebody doing really good to work towards um, beating them in a way you know to do better than Marvel because there are some tropes there are some things that get pretty repetitive through these films but I am going to be biased. I mean, I'm sure if I don't like one, I'm going to admit it. But man, did I enjoy Infinity War and did I enjoy Thanos um, just as a villain, as a character. It's just so interesting. Um, so that's going to wrap this episode up. I hope to record again this week uh, at one point. It might be about what I was just telling you I wanted to record. Might not. I uh, haven't completely decided. But I do want to let you guys know that I appreciate you guys giving me the uh, the opportunity to uh, to talk about these things, and I want to hear your thoughts and opinions on Thanos and this uh, his whole philosophy and his uh, his motivations and what you thought of Infinity War and stuff. Because I think uh, I started Wonder Soul shortly after uh, Infinity War came out, so I wasn't. I, I, there is a recording out there that got corrupted that was me and Shane talking about it, but unfortunately I, that that got messed up. But um, so I haven't on Wonder Soul talked about it. I don't think, but I really want to hear what you guys think. Uh, so hit me up, you know, uh, on all the different social media platforms and on email and stuff. But um, yeah, thank you for listening to another episode of Wonder Soul. This is episode number twenty-one, titled Thanos. Uh, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share. Uh, Please rate and review Wondersoul on iTunes and whatever platform you are listening to this episode. It helps out tremendously, and I will be forever in your debt. Uh, You can find and listen to previous episodes on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, um, Stitcher, and Anchor, and Google Play Music. I think those are the only ones I have at the moment. Uh, so that's where you can point other people uh, to in the direction to listen to these uh, if you think they would uh, be interested in any of the topics that we discuss here on Wonder Soul. Um, let's see, what else was there? Uh, oh, connect to us and continue the discussion uh, about Thanos and other topics that we've discussed on previous episodes. You can uh, connect with us on Instagram. Uh, the Wonder Soul and Twitter at Wonder Soul. Uh, we also have a Twitch, which is www.twitch.tv/wondersoul. Um, writings and some other links to podcasts can also be found on Tumblr, uh, which is wondersoul.tumblr.com. And obviously, you can hit us up in the emails with any comments or questions or any things that you want to just discuss uh, about this episode and other previous episodes you can email um, Wondersoul it's going to be Wondersoul at gmail.com let's see what else Um, that should be about it but until next episode I'm Beer Buddha and this was another episode of Wondersoul do good and take care and peace the end is near and when I'm done Half of humanity will still exist. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. And I hope they remember you. Till next time. Goodbye.